Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 207 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on Facebook, live on Instagram over at Comic Anthony D. As always, the podcast, though, is available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast. Also on iTunes, and if you're going over to iTunes, please, five-star rate and review. I love reading the reviews. I love sharing on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That's you guys, so definitely please go over to iTunes, five-star rate and review. Built Bar is going out with some crazy sales right now. Save at least 10%. I say at least 10% because if you use my code and they have a sale, you will save an additional 10% on that. So please go over to BuiltBar.com, use code WWRO podcast, save yourself at least 10% off your order. Sail Away Coffee, I think they still have running a sale, getting rid of the holiday stuff, so you might still be able to get Sleigh Ride. SailAwayCoffee.com, use code WWRO10 at checkout and get yourself the best nitro brew out there. There will be a bonus episode this week. That's right, once a month, I bring you a bonus episode of the Keep Moving Forward podcast. You can get that at patreon.com slash Forward. I'm sorry, it's KMF Podcast. I will mess up at every week. This intro is live. I don't pre-record it. So yes, I will mess up a part of the intro every week. That's part of the charm of this podcast. But the bonus episode will be at patreon.com slash KMF Podcast. And I have it written right in front of me, and I still mess it up. Yes, that's the beauty of going live. Speaking of live, the live link for John Ziegler's GoFundMe page is still available in my link tree over at Comic Anthony D. John's almost done with his chemo treatments. He's fighting hard, trying to get back on his feet, and you can help him out over at my link tree at Comic Anthony D. Definitely go and check that out. I'm very excited for tonight's guest. Um, going through his page, he's definitely come a long way on his journey, and I'm excited to hear about it. Please welcome my guest tonight, Ken. Ken, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, buddy. Thank you for having me on. I was going to attempt to say your last name. But, oh, it, it's it's Cadeau, but believe it or not, I'm I'm Italian just like you. That's an Italian name? It's not. It's, okay. Uh, it's French, but mostly, yeah, somehow, like, I'm super Sicilian, but then at the last <laughs> minute, we got, we just, we jumped the French uh, thing. Yeah, I was no. going to try it because I'm, I'm a hockey fan, and I was going to try to do, like, a Claude Lemieux type of thing, and <laughs> I, I could have done it, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to embarrass myself even more, so I didn't do right. it. <laughs> no, I, I wore my, uh, my Adidas track suit. I was hoping I would, you know. Represent today. I should have put my tracksuit on. This is what happens. I don't about wearing my tracksuit. Um, <laughs> I've I've been wearing tracksuits now. I'm I didn't I never wore them before. We had a Sopranos no. party at my brother's house when the movie came out. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Like I've been watching Sopranos nonstop, and I'm like I'm dressed like Christopher, like nonstop now. Now we were like, this is the most comfortable thing ever. Why don't we wear this all the time? It is. It so is. Right. Oh my god, it's it's comfortable, it's warm, you can be like athletic in it, you can just lounge around the house. Like I I I swear by it. I'm not trying to be I'm not athletic in it. I mean, I'm not athletic really in anything, but I smoke cigars in it. I <laughs> I and now I can go to work in it. Like my office manager, so before Christmas, uh my my friend Mike at work was like, "Let's do a tracksuit Thursday and wear tracksuits the day before Christmas." And like they gave the okay, and my office manager's like, "You look better in that than you do in your regular clothes. You can wear that whenever what? you want." I'm like, "Awesome! I don't know if it's a compliment or not." 
But now we're rocking out wearing tracksuits at work. That does sort of feel like a double, like a backhanded compliment. You're like, thanks? A little bit. (laughs) You know what it is? Because I still wear the belt I wore before I started losing weight, and it like wraps, it goes around me in a half. So that, oh, that's awesome. The back part still like waves as a tail because it always comes (laughs) out of my belt, like my, my loop. Sure. And it's always like hanging out. And I, she's like, that looks disgusting. She's like, put it, tuck it away or something. And I do. Like, when I go on stage and perform, I tuck oh that God. into my pants. <laughs> so it's like, oh my God. I could just buy a new belt, but I, I get it. No, I, I, look, I, I mean, I hang on to, you know, the, the things that show that like I've made like in, incremental progress. Like, I get that. Like, no shame there. Well, I, you, I you've made a lot of progress, man. You're down close to 200 pounds. Am I right? I, uh, it's, it's like a long story, but it's 285 altogether. Whoa. 285. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, I get embarrassed by saying that, nope. that, that number sometimes. I, I, I get it. Cause I get, I put some weight back on if anybody's been following the pod. If you watched last week's podcast, it's my emotional breakdown. about it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I get it. Cause I was down a little over 200 pounds. My, the most I've lost. And I get it. Cause sometimes you're like. And I do a joke about it in my act when I say how much I've lost. Yeah. I, like, I'm like, you're, I could see you like putting it back on me. Like, where did it come from? Oh, no. Wait, so hang on. You had a breakdown that you gained some weight recently? Do you want to talk about that a little bit? I, t- I talked about it last week. I, no, I didn't have a breakdown gaining weight. I just had a breakdown about wanting to get back on track. And Oh, sure. Oh, um, God. I mean, we, I have that every week. Yeah, but, and then I, I, didn't ex- I didn't expect it to really just like – I, I wanted to talk about it. But I ended up talking about it, you know, so it was oh, like, no, so if anybody wants to go back and listen to episode 206, feel gotcha. free. It's, um, it's there. Uh, but no, I, it was good because I felt better afterwards and, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that you bring that up. I mean, like, it, it's, it's such a strange thing, like, talking about, like, weight. Like, it's uh-huh. such a hard thing to get out. But it's amazing, like, how you feel after you get that shit out of your mouth. Like, it's yeah. just, you're like, whoa. It, like, diffuses it. Oh, absolutely. Like I, I, it was like, you know, um, cause I, you know, Instagrams and social media, it is what it is. We control what we put out there. Yeah. And you know, we show, you know, just, I think it's human nature to show the best sides of everything all the time. And, you know, I felt like last week I needed to talk a little bit about what I think people have been going through this last two years. And, oh God, yeah. you know, not just blame, I'm not blaming it on a pandemic cause that's not why I gained my weight. Um, I had other stuff going on. I'm just talking about the last two years have been bad for a lot of people. Of course. Um, so I was just talking about like that stuff and it, it came through, but like I was going through your page and stuff and seeing, you know, how much you, you, you've lost and everything. And I originally, cause your, your name on Instagram is keto Ken. That's right. Um, being the detective that I am and you know, the, uh, you know, my former life, I probably was Sherlock Holmes. I was like, Oh, he just does keto. And then, but then right. following you get into more of your journey, you know, over the last couple of weeks, getting ready for the podcast. Sure. I didn't know you had bariatric surgery as well. Yeah. So like that was a kind of like a kept secret for a long, long time. Actually you had, um, I'll get that in a second. So like I had, I had bariatric surgery about 10 years ago and I lost a lot of weight. I felt good. And then like many bariatric pa- patients, like I just ended up gaining it all back. 
Um, and it was, and it was, be, you know, a number of different reasons, but, you know, in conclusion, like I just stopped following, you know, the guidelines of the program. I just figured out a new way of eating like a, like a moron and I just, I gained it all, you know, like, you know, inventing new and fantastic ways to kill yourself like that. And, um, it was awful. Cause you know, like that's like your, like in the weight loss, like community, like weight loss surgery is kind of like your, your parachute. Like there's really no yeah. backup shoot after that. Um, so like starting from there, I was like, how do I lose the weight after I've been surgically altered to not gain weight anymore? And that was when I adopted keto, thank God. And, and was able to chip away at it again. So I'm glad that you, you brought that up and that you're talking about it. One that you, yeah. you gain weight after, um, having bariatric surgery. Cause it's been, and I, a lot of people are trying to break that myth now, but my, my, I don't know if you follow, um, my buddy, John Jarrup's journey, uh, he has had bariatric surgery as well. Mm-hmm. And he is, he's even more outspoken now about it because, you know, he hears that it's a quick fix. It's, sure. you know, cheating. It's, you know, you know, all these things that it's the easy way out, which yeah. let me tell you something, no matter what way you do this, it's not an easy way out. And there's nothing easy about having surgery about nope. altering your body to, to help you lose weight. It's a tool like anything else. It 100% is, and I don't like it. All sucks. <laughs> like yeah. every single version <laughs> no, of weight loss sucks. sucks. <laughs> yeah, I've never lost weight and be like, oh, that was totally the easy way out. Like it all equally sucks. It's just they're different. <laughs> yeah, I, when I, I lost my weight on Weight Watchers, and at no point was I dancing in the streets. No, about tracking everything <laughs> no. and putting it into a phone, and like stressing about every point and everything else. So believe me, I, I get it. Like it's never like nothing's fun. No. I mean, you adapt to it. It becomes part of your life and it, it, the, you get fun from it, but it's work. It's 100 percent work, no matter if you go the surgical route mm-hmm. or if you're in a gym, lifting weights, doing the bro thing like <laughs> I, 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 hang on. I got to stop that. I, so I realized something this past week, like I have like these things because like I was you know, I, I'm, I've been fat all my life. Like I've I have these like negative things about like the idea of like being in a gym and I really want to start dispelling them because it's the same crap as people saying like, Oh, you know, you can just get off the couch and stop eating the brownies. Like it's that same level of energy. And I really want to fight that. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just went off on a tangent. No, please. Realized. That's what we're here for that. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I just, I want to get better about that because like, it's just, it's just not a good attitude to have. Like I want to be positive about all, all ways of, of health and, and body. It just, I don't know, but there was, um, there was an Instagram post you had up on a cut by, I think about a week ago and you were talking about like, where's that dude that like, that was from, that was from last week's episode. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that can, I, I resonated with, I I sat, I was in my car. I sat and watched the whole thing. Cause I exact, I felt that exact same way. You're like, who's out there like, like really tackling this? Cause there's only like one type of like guy, <laughs> like that's like fit and like, in, in you know, well, in, in, you know, out in the public eye and it's not us. No. It's certainly not us, you know, <laughs> not me by a long <laughs> shot. No, no. And then you look around and you're like, fuck, does that, I'm sorry. Can we swear on this or uh, no? Organically. I mean, it's, uh, it's uh, okay. Apologies. No, right. don't so worry like, about it. Listen, you're talking real stuff there. It's all right. I appreciate it. So you're like, you're looking around. I remember when I was getting started, I was like, do people my weight, like, what do they look like when they get down to a certain weight? And you just, you're just not, you just don't see it. You don't ever hear about it. No. 
The only one I can ever think of is like Ethan uh, Supley, for example, he used to be on Boy Meets World. Great guy. But he's the only one I can ever point to. It was like, I was that weight. I was that size. Mm-hmm. And he got control over it. And he's he's still around and he's still kicking and he's having a fantastic life. Yeah, he's I follow him. Um because one, I I was a fan of his bef- way before all this. Like you know, I'm 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 big into like the uh, Kevin Smith universe. So like, oh sure, you know Willem, and he's been in Chasing Amy, and he's been James and Bob Strikes Back, and then he had that show with uh, Jason Lee. You know, my my name is Earl. Um, oh, that's right, that was him. How did yeah. I forget that? And yeah, he he started losing weight on that show. I get you know he lost weight, but he didn't get like jacked until recently. But he's right. been in all these movies that I like. Remember the Titans, American History X. Yep. Uh, great actor. Um, Fantastic. So, like, I, when I saw that, it's like, yes, it is true. Like, you know, because people always tell you, like, when you're bigger. I don't know if you've heard this, too. I've heard it a million times. Oh, you're not going to be, like, a muscle guy. Or you can't be like <laughs> this. You can't do this. Yeah, no. You can lose no. weight. And, then like, I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm just going to be a sack after I lose weight? Like, I can't put muscle on after that? Right. Right. You're and just going to be a bag of empty groceries yeah that's okay uh, fine i'll just be a, a bag of loose skin and that'll be it and i'll be happy about it but like you see people that have put on muscle like you know i had anthony lolly on a couple of weeks ago um the guy has really made a tremendous stride in like you know he went from you know 300 over 300 pounds and the guy is a bodybuilder now carded like he's a professional bodybuilder not just in the transformation but like professional bodybuilding um, like I mentioned oh, before, my buddy John Jarrop's journey, he does the same thing as well. Um, these guys so have it's done possible. it. Yeah, it's possible. Of course it's possible. You're running. Like I see you running like, uh, races and everything. It's how insane. Oh, it's, yeah. Did you think you'd be running? Like, think about it. Never, never in a million years. Like I, I used to have dreams like about it. Like, like that was, you know, how like when you describe dreams, they, they sound super pointless than what they actually were. You'd be like, Oh, I had a dream. I ran yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and it was magical. <laughs> It was wonderful. It, 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 I was weightless and I was running, <laughs> and it was fun and I was moving fast. And, and it, it sounds so pointless to like everybody else. You're like, yeah, buddy, like whatever, who cares? Um, but like those would sit with me. And then when I was able to eventually, you know, get to a place where I could do like r- run a mile, I yeah. never could run a mile, not in a million years. Yeah, I, and, I, I know that. I know that feeling. Yeah, or or forget forget running, right? What about what about just like keeping up with the group, like keeping up with your friends? You're like, come on, guys, can we slow it down a little bit? So like in high school, um, I, I'm lucky. Like I had some I had some great gym teachers that you know you hear these these horror stories about gym teachers that like embarrassed <laughs> the fat kid. Yeah. Um, they were like, just walk it, just walk with the people who have like you know ailments. <laughs> That's just... so generous. That's yeah, so generous. and like because certain point it was like. He, or like you know, it was funny. Like his freshman year, I had to run it. Uh, sophomore year, I ran it, and then like eleventh grade, it got to the point they told me because I was like just doing three laps. I'm like, all right, just go inside. Like it's like you don't have to do the fourth <sighs> lap. Just like just walk it tomorrow. So I'm like, okay. So it was like it ended up being like that, which yes, it's nice, but also maybe I should have tried to do it. But you know, you get that off the hook. You're like, okay, I'm doing of it. Of course. Of course, I, I, the, I mean, remember the mile run? Like, I, I dread it every year. Of course, I would fake an injury. I'd be like, oh, I, I just sprained my ankle. I can't, I can't run this mile. I'm so sorry. I was so looking forward to it. Or and they're like, just, just go walk it. Like, I don't care. Like, you got to get your. I have, this is what I have to do to so you can get your, you know, Bush certification. Yeah, <laughs> like nonsense. 
uh, I, I would, I would, I hated that every year. But like now, like looking back at that, like it's like you said, I wish I just did it. Like I yeah. wish, like I just stuck with it. And and what, like, how would your life be so different, like after that? Yeah, because the thing is, when you're a kid, I mean, this is the problem with me. With as far as like trying to lose weight, like I, of course, I had to lose weight most of my life. Um, yeah. But like when you're younger and like your teens and your early twenties, your body hasn't like caught up to that yet. No, nope. so I was doing things that you know, that everybody else was doing. I wasn't as fast as everybody else. I got winded quicker, but I was playing sports. I was playing flag football, softball. Like I was doing all these things. It wasn't until like my 30s that it really started to catch up with me. And, and why do you think it, it started then? Your body gets older. I mean, and everybody always sure. jokes around like your body starts falling apart at 30. Um, but I just, <laughs> Oh, God, no. But I had also gotten to like, you know, a point where it was like, I was at my heaviest. I was getting. To, I was starting to get into the he, the heavy heavier parts of my you know that I wore was like a hundred pounds heavier than when I did Weight Watchers the first time and and lost one hundred and fifty pounds. Um, so that that added to it too. But like you know, as you get older, just things. You know, I, when I was sixteen, I I tore my cartilage in my knee, and they told Ooh. me that they had to remove part of it, and they oh, told yeah. me when I get older, you're gonna ha- you know you have an arthritic knee, but they said lose weight exercise of course do these things it'll prolong the knee Uh, you know i'm i'm 42 and two years ago i was training for a 5k and i was walking and my knee just gave out and that was i had a huge arthritic flare-up and i said eventually you're gonna need a knee you know but you know the thing is still to lose weight take care of yourself and to prolong those surgeries and and that's just you know as you get older those things can't be helped but um you know it's just something that you don't think of at 16 years old Oh, no, no, you're not worried about your knees, your joints, your ankles, <laughs> your your mind-altering you know, medicine and stuff. No, no, you don't care about anything at that age. No, you don't. Well, <laughs> you're well live... maybe not, maybe <laughs> a couple things, but like not that stuff. Yeah, I cared about that stuff that you're talking about, wink, wink. And I cared about going to McDonald's on lunch and, and eating that, like, you know, could I have a car. Absolutely. Oh, God. When I got my license first, like I got my license not to go places. It was just to go to McDonald's whenever I wanted to. Yeah. 100%. We that's all we did was like people like, you know, I think it back when we were younger. So, yeah, we would go out, do whatever. And always ended up like in a parking lot of like a fast food, fast food place. And that was our oh, night. Like we'd eat, I'd eat dinner. I had dinner that night. And then like we'd eat again, <laughs> like super dinner, super dinner. And now we're eating dinner again, like, you know, in a, in a part. It always seemed like that was every night. And like, that was just the way the night ended in a parking lot, eating fast food somewhere. Of course. And it ruled. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like I, so I'm a year, I haven't had a uh, fast food in over a year and like, it doesn't get easier. Like, like the, I have dreams that I have it and I wake up and I'm like relieved. I, I do. I, I, I swear to God, I have dreams like, oh my God, I just ate McDonald's. Again, another stupid like dream description. And uh, I'm like, oh, thank God I didn't. Like, I'll wake up in a sweat. And I'm like, oh, God, I really want a McMuffin this morning. It just, I can't get away from it. Like, no matter how much time I put between it and me, it just, ugh. I think because it's, it's addictive. Um <laughs> It's addictive. Yeah. It's it's a comfort food. Like, you know, when I was a kid, like if I was good, like yes. that's what I got rewarded with. You same, know? same here. I you think know, most like, kids that was that was like a Friday night thing, too. Like, you know, um, my mom, when I was a kid, she went back back to work later on. Like and she was something called like a peep time teller where like they only they covered like the lunches of the tellers and they worked the Fridays. My mom had to work till seven and my yeah. dad would come home at like six and get me from my aunt's house. 
And the big thing was, okay, we're going to McDonald's. And it was like the, you know, it was like the thing Friday night, like we go to McDonald's and Blockbuster or like the video store and like, yeah, you know, that rules. Yeah, All that rules. The best night ever. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> my kids don't know, like my, my nephews, like my brother just streams a movie. Like it's like they get me, they, they'll get food, they'll stream it. But like going to that video store and like, you know, looking through the movies and hoping that there's one behind it. Like that was, that, of course. was, that was the Friday night. That was awesome. I don't even you describing it just now. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I want to go in somewhere and go get a movie, even yeah. though it's like literally on my phone or on my TV at all times. Like, yeah, that man, something's really lost. Like between now and then, God, are we get are we old? Like, are I, we, are we I think to, like, so. I think we're, this is now the old man podcast. Well, uh, if you don't like, mind you know, me asking, was, how old yeah. are you? If you don't mind me asking, I am thirty four. Thirty four. Okay, you're young. You're so young, man. What are you talking nah, about? I'm forty two. Nah, nah, Almost, I got eight years on you. 42 that's nothing that's not that's why i laugh when you're like your body goes to shit at 30 i'm like god i not true absolutely not true well when i lose weight it, it gets better but <laughs> that's you know of i'm course. just i'm just saying like in general that's what like you know that's what everybody always told me when i was growing up that like your body will start going to shit at 30 i i do envy you that you played sports like growing up like i wish i had that yeah well, like, I, I love I, sports I, oh, i am so envious of that i i never had any interest in that stuff yeah, it was like from a kid, like we we played baseball. That was like the big thing. Me and my brother both. We were both on like a, a, the Little League team and the CYO team at the same time. So there was four teams like we, we were on. So my the weekends, like my dad would pack the station wagon with the cooler. Yeah. Our two different uniforms, our bags, and we'd be at the ball field like all weekend long. I loved it. Like, and then we Ugh. played football when we got older. I didn't like playing football for like the team. Uh, that right. I lost like interest in that. My brother did. He played in, in uh, high school as well. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, as a kid playing little league, that was the greatest thing to me. I loved it. Man, like uh, the foot. You brought the football thing up. Do you remember what like why you lost interest in it at that point? Um, yeah, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Okay. Like I I, <laughs> I dream. Here's the thing: because I couldn't play organized football because of my weight, I was sure. bigger than the other kids. Um, they didn't have flag football. They're like, my nephews now play flag football. Okay. Like that's, they they don't play tackle yet. My, you know, they play flag and it's very competitive. Like these games are like, he's eight years old and you should see the way these eight year olds play this. Oh, that rules. It's insane. Um, they won the championship this year was, was awesome. Um, so I never played like organized football and I just didn't love it. Like I loved when I, Played with my friends, like, you know, and, and I still played, like, we played every weekend. You know, that's how I hurt my knee, was playing football with my friends. Someone to tackle me, and my knee popped. Um, but, yeah, I never played, like, I didn't enjoy playing uh, on, on the team as much as I did in baseball. So, like, when I was in high school, like, I was I was a big guy still. You know, I obviously never have, <clears throat> haven't been any other way. And, like, I used to hate that people would come up to me, like, you should play football. And I'd be like, why? Like, because you're a big guy. And I'm like... <laughs> That's I'm like, that's literally the one thing I don't want to hear. Like, I, I, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be praised for this. I hate this. And you're like, well, you'd be amazing. You'd be so great. I'm like, why? Because I'm, I'm mass. Like I, it used to drive me crazy. Yeah. And, and then there's, that's a misconception because like, here's the thing you have to be as a big guy, even in football, you have yep. to be fast. You have to be quick. Yeah. How <laughs> does that make any sense? My best friend, Nick is a big guy. Just like me. We started WW together. This dude is ridiculously fast for his size. Like that's awesome. And my brother was too. My brother's my brother was very fast as well as a bigger guy. 
Um, it's just that you're built differently than, than other people. Like some people like are just like offensive linemen have to be fit. And I used to get yelled at because I was slow on the offensive line. I'm like, yeah, I'm fat. Like, I, <laughs> what do you I, expect? I can't run. I, I'd be the I'd be wide receiver if I could run. Like I'm not, I can't run. Um, maybe that's why I, I, you know, looking back as a kid, I would get, I was getting yelled at for being slow all the time. I just didn't want to do it anymore. No, 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 no. I, so they, in high school, again, they would harass the shit out of me until like, you know, football season would start then I couldn't sign up and you know, they would, I, eventually I would start to troll them, but we didn't call it trolling back then. We, you know, there wasn't really a word for it. I remember one year I joined the golf team. Oh, <laughs> Which I'll show I you. Even, I didn't even own the clubs. I just played like Tiger Woods PGA like golf, and I was like, yeah, "I'll be holding me on the golf team this oh, year." Funny. And then like another year, I joined the tennis team. <laughs> like it just just sports, you just have no no business in being a part of. And then you know, word would spread. He's like, "He joined the tennis team." I was like, that's right. "Yeah, that's right." I joined. Te- I'm tennis. Here's I, I was on the track team in high school. Oh, same deal. Shot put. I shot put. Yeah, we go. I threw the shot put. That ruled. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. I wasn't good at it, but I, I no. it was it was fun. It was fun. It was fun to like have the illusion that you were part of a team and you were like athletic, I think. My favorite part of the throwing shot put was we used to have Saturday morning track meets. So okay. we would before that I would go to like the deli and get a hungry man. Oh, nice. And like a coffee. And I would. In high school? I I love coffee. Um, <laughs> so I get a hungry man and a coffee. And I would. Uh, all of us, like, we would get like bagel. Like, all the shop team would eat. Like, like, like we you, you eat. Like, men. Like, you know, we sit there with like our. And the track you, on the bus, they'd be eating like the power bars, the runners, and like, you know, grapes and like, you know, water and like, you know, all the. Yeah, runny stuff, sure. We'd get to there. They'd be running their warm-up laps. We'd just sit against the fence eating our egg sandwiches because we're just going to throw a ball, like a metal ball. <laughs> Every once in a while, just to keep us in, like, you know, from that full of ourselves, they'd make us run laps. Um, uh, but other than just... that, yeah, other than that, like, you know, we just would just, like, lay there and just watch them. I, I always want because uh, my coach did the same thing. You're like, how does running help me throw a ball? Like, if you answer that question for me right now, I'll run. But I don't see how it makes any sense. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, they, they definitely did it just to, you know, we would get like, you know, we'd say something to them or something. They're like, all right, go shot putters, run a lap, you know, just uh, to keep it going. Yeah. Now I, I would gladly do it, and that's and that's sort of the tragic part of it. You're like you're far past those days. Like so, those days are long, long gone. But you're doing it though. You're, you're run, How did you get started with, with running? Like, was it always something you wanted to do, or was it just like I yeah, needed a form of exercise? Yeah. So like you know, like I I started like walking the mall like you know three four years ago, and you reach a point where you're like, okay, I'm I'm just this isn't doing anything for me really. I'm like, it is technically exercise, but it's not hard exercise. Like I, I, I don't know if you have like a tracker, but like I have like an Apple watch. When I used to wake up in the morning, I would pop that thing on and I'd stand up and they're like, are you exercising? And I'm like, bathroom. And then, and then now like today, like I have to be like, Hey, watch, wake up. I'm doing stuff. And they're like, are you sure you're doing stuff? It looks like you're still sleeping. Yeah. It became like an issue of like, I, I need to up my game. <laughs> so like I started wearing like a weighted vest. And the problem with that is, is like, and this happened. Do you remember the Joker movie? Yeah. The Joaquin one. 
So I went walking at the mall on a, on the night the Joker movie came out. And it looks like I'm an active shooter in this thing. And I walk in and I immediately get stopped by security. They're like, um, uh, what's going on? And like, you know, they, it's mall security. They don't actually have like, you know, cop stuff. And so not- like, I'm like showing them pockets. It's just lead. This is just like, you know, it looks super sketchy, but I, I get it. And I was like, all right, I, I shouldn't do that anymore. Um, I started just like, you know, running, like running the mall. And like, mm. eventually again, the security was like, you can't do that in here. So I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll run outside. Like, like in a kind of like a tantrum way. I'm like, I'm just going to do this outside. You can't stop me from outside. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, like half a mile became a mile and then two and then three. And now I'm like running around like my area and it's like, it's, 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 it's awesome. Cause you never thought you'd, you'd ever be in, 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 a, in a position to like, yeah. be like I'm out of breath, but I'm comfortable being out of breath. That's an incredible thing to develop. It's two different feelings. Like, I mean, I've had both, like, you know, where you're out of breath because like you're gasping for air and you need to breathe. And then when you're working, oh, yeah. you're in a rhythm working out. It's like, yes, this is now comfortable. Your heart rate's doing the right thing, and yeah, you, know, you get that from lifting weights too. Like when I'm when I, I I love to lift weights. That's my my favorite kind of exercise is is doing that. I love it. Um, oh, it's the best. Yes, yeah, just stress reliever. But like you're in that that zone where like you you feel it and your heart's pumping and you're going, but you're not ready to keel over as opposed to when you'd walk up a flight of stairs and ready to you know yeah. to just like just end it now, like halfway through, like I'll just fall back. Like that's the best. Thing. <laughs> I'm just going to pass it right here. Yeah, I'm just going to pull back and just do it. <laughs> yeah, like I, 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 I used to like, you know, because you don't do these things. You're like, how do people do this stuff and not be out of breath? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, no, they do it while they're out of breath. They just they just learn to be that way. And you're like, it's like I'm, it's like, like, oh, OK. Like, so you're just uncomfortable the whole time. Too. You just you just learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, it's a whole different. So level. you said. You said uh, you lift. So do you lift like at your gym? Like, do they have like, is it like just the free weights or is it the machines? I use the machines because I, if I ever need a spotter, I don't want to talk to anybody. Um, oh, hell no. Very antisocial yeah. at the gym. I have my Leave headphones me alone. on. Yeah. Uh, so I do the machines. I like them. It's, I'm comfortable on them. Um, I have my routine. And I, yeah, we don't use too many free weights just because that whole, you know, if I needed a spotter or something, I don't want to have the thing on my throat and like, you know, gasping for air. And yeah. Help me. <laughs> Ideally not. <laughs> Do you ever get, I used to get these a lot of like when I was starting out and I feel bad about it now, but like it used to drive me crazy in the moment. But like I would go to a gym and I'd go there for like a solid week or two. And then eventually someone would come up to me and be like, I just want to let you know that I think you're doing a great job. And I have a friend or a son that's exactly your height and your weight. And I just wish you would do the same thing that you're doing. And that would be the, the moment where I would immediately stop going to that gym because, <laughs> like, I was like, great. There's someone legitimately looking at me and I don't want that. Yeah, I want to get the, like, the guy like, hey, 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 hey. And uh, finally, you're like, because you have your music on, you're like, I'm like, I'm like yeah, yeah well, what's, what's up? And he's like, keep going, man. And I'm like, <laughs> keep keep it up, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, keep it going. Which is nice because they, they, they think they're helping you. But, like, I'm such, by nature. It's not helpful. By nature, I'm, I'm very unpleasant. And um, not, not <laughs> the not, <laughs> I'm not the biggest people person, like by by nature. Um, so like to me, that's a big thing. Like you know, and yes, I do get on stage and tell jokes and make people laugh. Right? So that's sure that's the miserable and magical of being a comic all in itself. Um, but no, like it is weird. Like you know, people are like hey, because they they're watching you, and you're like yes, okay, someone's watching me now. And that's the one thing you don't want at you know when you're mo- most uncomfortable no. doing your most vulnerable thing. 
you know, yeah. you don't want it. People think people's watch, people are watching you. And then they literally come up to you and they confirm, yes, yes. I'm, I have noticed you. I've been watching you and I'm going to continue to like it's it's awkward. And you're like, I don't I don't want that. But it's, what do you do? Like, what do you do to, to combat it? You either have to get over the feelings that you have about it get or you stop it. going. Yeah. yeah which you I, have to get I think the best thing is get over it because, again, like, you know, I did it like what I used to tell myself is they don't they're not watching me in a bad way. No, like they're not watching me to make fun of me. Like they nope. are, listen, it's because they I and then I like you said, like I have that person in my life. And I remember like, you know, the talks I got from family members, you know, to lose weight and this and that. And this person probably is going to do that or has done that. And, you know, maybe it hasn't gotten anywhere. So you're their glimmer of hope almost like you're that that's the, it can be done. Like I'm looking at somebody, it can be done. Yeah. So that's, that's the, that's the inverse of this. Mm -hmm. So then you, you have to put it like, you have to like, that works for me too. I'm like, I don't look at it from like, I put my stuff out there so that there is some sort of representation that like people know that you can get on the other side of it, that, you know, even when you have all the tools or you have, you know, the, the gym and the gym membership fee and the, the trainer and things go South, you can fix it, lose it again. You can be on your way. It's important to have those things out there because, I mean, when I was looking for it, it didn't exist. It, like, not really. And that's that was terrifying. And you do it, like I see on TikTok, you do all these, like, videos and testimonials and just helping people out. Like, it's like, hey, if you're going through something, here's almost like a guide. Uh, you know, it's like a, a guide to what you're doing. I appreciate that you noticed that like it's like sometimes like sometimes like I put stuff out there I'm like this is crap like who cares about this and then like it, honestly the things that I put out there the most that I'm like that was just gibberish they're like yes that's exactly what I was thinking <laughs> and I'm so glad that you said that and I'm like Ugh. I'm like all right well I got to be more cognizant of the things that I don't want to say are typically the things that people don't also want to say yeah. that's 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 normal that's natural well I, I get that with TikTok is Things go viral for no reason. Um, like oh, I, absolutely no reason. I've been putting up content which some I think is funny. Some I is yeah. about the show, and I got the biggest. I'm getting the biggest reaction right now from something I posted the other day. I got probably close okay. to twenty thousand views on it already. Wow! It's just the Island Boys saying, "You know, I'm thuggy, right?" And then it cuts to Goodfellas them laughing, and that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, look, you love it. <laughs> I, I no 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 I'm laughing at that the randomness of that doing well like that's yeah. what I'm laughing I was because oh, I was watching fine. I was watching just a video the other day I saw like they walked off this pod they walked off Jake Paul's podcast and the guy he said like you know I'm I'm an island boys but you know I'm thuggy right and immediately oh, yeah. I thought in my head like Goodfellas I'm laughing and I was like okay yeah. that's you know. But that's gotten the biggest thing I've ever done on TikTok. I've actually made like videos I thought were funny, and the podcast sure. stuff like, goes put up time there. Time and effort is yeah. into it, and then you, yeah. This was a two second <laughs> thing I did at the cigar lounge, just as watching videos and cut it up and threw it up there, not thinking anything. And I went on the other day. I was like, oh, okay, this is people actually sharing and watching this. I I'm th- what does that even mean? You know I'm thuggy, right? He like, says, yeah. He goes, I know you know where? me from Island Boys, but you know I'm thuggy, right? I guess he's a thug. I guess because they've been arrested. I know they've been arrested and stuff like that. Like they were dicks, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> thuggy. Like okay, he... this doesn't make you a thug. But would you ever? But if, I don't think anybody as a thug would say, you know, I'm thuggy. Like I don't picture that. 
No. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's some people in our culture that'll be like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm connected, right? <laughs> you're like, okay. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> you don't have to say, no. you're saying it. You're not. That's the whole thing. No, no. That's typically the first thing. That's the first rule of, of Thug Club is you don't you don't talk about Thug Club. Yeah, I mean, at least Tupac got a tattooed Thug Life on him. Like that's one thing. You know, <laughs> at least get a tattooed on you. You're gonna be so, Thug. Yeah. Thuggy's gonna be the new tattoo. Is like I'm Thuggy. I'm Thuggy. Yeah, and that's so what stupid. that's what's getting traction. So. What that you know, but that's what I I love so much about your page. It's like you know, you're here's a if you actually want to go and get information and like you know, here's real yep. life stuff. There's a place to do that as well, and you Thank got you. a great reaction to it on TikTok. You got over almost twelve thousand followers on there. People really seem to like what you you're putting out there. And was that like always your plan, like to to help? Once you started getting in your groove, did you want to help people? I I, I didn't think I could. I, I'll the only person I was trying to help by being on TikTok was myself at okay. first. Like I was just like I I had hit it was like with with the COVID thing you mentioned. Like I got it was like right before COVID. Like I was I had just gotten to this slump. I was like I was losing weight. I was doing so well, and then I just stopped. And I don't know why. And I don't know how to get back to the wagon. So like for me, you know. Shame and embarrassment is like a huge motivator for me. So I was like, I'm just going to put my, my money where my mouth is. And I got on there and was like, I'm going to lose 40 pounds in five months. Like that seems relatively, relatively healthy. I could probably do that. I had never done it before. Okay. But I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to talk about it every day. And and that's how I was going to do it. And then I just started talking like, hey, guys, I just, you know, went for a walk and blah, 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 blah. And, um, People started reaching out. They're like, you know, some of the things you're saying make sense. Some of the things you're saying I'm connecting with. And then, like, once I lost a, enough weight where I felt comfortable to be like, by the way, guys, um, I had late weight loss surgery like like seven years ago. And I'm trying to and I've been ashamed to say that because I don't want like I don't want people to look at me and be like, oh, well, that guy had weight loss surgery. And look <clears throat> at him. He's not doing that great. Yeah, I just did. I just didn't want to put my failure on other people. And then I started talking about that more because there's I was like, wait, if I failed, there's definitely other people that have earned the same boat. I start talking about that. <laughs> and um, then people start coming out the woodwork. They start, you know, interacting. And I love talking to people about this stuff because it's like you find your tribe. Yeah, you know? absolutely. You you go through life so much being like the only, the only, you know, the fattest person in the room, the fat friend, the fat sibling, et cetera, et cetera. And there are things that you can't connect with people on. This is the first time I've ever been able to connect with someone about such a very touchy subject. And it's very, it's very cathartic. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, when I came to Instagram to really, you know, be public with my story about it, I didn't realize the community on here or like any any social media. It's like, wow, these people know exactly what I'm feeling. And even like last week's episode, you know, I was joking about like having a mental breakdown, but like. I was talking about like struggling and I got a lot of, I got more messages probably than any other podcast I've done. And people like, yeah, I know exactly what you're going through. And I think that's what people are driven to social media and TikTok and things like that for is because they don't want to be the only, they don't want to feel like the only one going through this stuff. Right. And that is the good side of it. Yeah. That's, there's a plus. I mean, everything's got is good and bad. And yeah, there's a lot of bad with social media and there's a lot of, you know, but I tend to, I try to focus on the good part of it and use it for that. Like, you know, even before I was doing weight loss, I would promote comedy shows and, you know, things yeah. I thought were funny. And, <clears throat> you know, that obviously no one else did unless it's a 
played for the Island Boys. Um, but then <laughs> you sound really salty about that. I am Sorry. because it's a, yeah because you know I'm salty about a lot of things. Like one, I've I've been doing comedy um, over ten years, and sure, I'll put up like I'm doing a comedy show, and it's like thirty people like it. Here's these ah, pancakes okay. I made out of banana and egg and blueberries, and it's like a thousand and they, likes. And they flip out, right? Yeah. So I mean, yeah. That's, I'm, I'm, listen, I, I know it. Why well, bread's buttered, um, so to speak, as far as like what people want to see and, and what they're here for, which I'm okay for because I've been so public. And again, I, I had the same kind of thing. Like I wanted to help myself. I wanted to keep myself um, on track and. And, you know, keep myself accountable. But then it got to a point where, like, I'm like, well, if somebody looked like me or looks like me and says they can't do it, they could see somebody who, can, who is and, and who can do it. So I wanted to yep. be that as well. Um, that's that's really one. It's wonderful. I also noticed, like, you don't I was I don't want to say this. Like, I know in comedy, like, you know, the fat comedian, it would be very easy to like just play that up like to just oh, yeah. be like a you know like a gabriel Iglesias for an example where he's like that's like a quarter of his act is just oh hey guys look i'm fat and it's fat jokes it's it's sort of low-hanging fruit and i'm i'm kind of like it would be easier to do that i think i used to when right? i first started like so when i first sure. started doing comedy because i didn't know like you don't know these like i didn't know what was going on as far as like what's funny and i would do right. like what i thought was funny and when you first start Doing comedy, you you know it is it is low hanging fruit as far as when you're an open micer, because you don't you don't you're not in the you don't you have to do it to get better and so I did fat jokes and I got laughs and I was funny and people the audience and I started getting booked on these shows and audiences are laughing and I was about a year in and uh, this guy John Trusen who's the booker at Governor's Comedy Club here on Long Island and he he does it we do this thing called Thursday Sunday shows it's like the fundraiser show it's almost like practice and as a fundraiser show and but we we don't get paid for it because like we're just running material and stuff and right. he said to me he goes this is in june beginning of the summer he gave me the bunch of like more dates that i ever got in my and since i started doing comedy and he was like fantastic yeah he's like in september he goes i'm gonna actually do 10 minutes and i don't want to hear one fat joke he goes <laughs> he goes i want you to talk about what you think is funny like what's your you know what do you what do you really think is funny like not just your weight like what do you think is observe sure. the world and stuff like that. And he goes, cause here's the thing. Every town you go to, there's going to be a fat comedian and he's going to be doing these jokes. And he goes, right. Man, that's exactly the same ones, but the same premise. And at first I was like nervous. I was like, Oh shit, what am I going to do? Like my whole act. I said, you know. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> like, that's and the whole thing. I did it. I, I, you know, and I was proud of myself, I wrote a whole new act and, but here's the, here's where like, I really like it hit me. I was doing one of my first road gigs and the host was a big guy and he comes up okay. to me. I was featuring and he was really nervous. He goes, Hey guy, he goes, what do you talk about? Like in your act? Like, you know, cause I do this. Oh, so like, sure. I said, trust me. I said, anything you're going to do, I'm not going to cover. And that's like a compliment I get from like, you know, like, Oh, you could just do this, but like, you don't really talk about it. I'll talk about like my weight and how it affects my life, but I'm not going to, like, I used to do jokes about like not fitting the plane seats and falling through yeah. beds and things like that. I don't do that anymore. Sure. Like, yeah, it's just, sure, sure, sure. you know, to me, there's, there's, there's somebody else can cover that. You want to cover it? Fine. <laughs> right. Like there's guys that like, the people like, oh, like I've seen comics that have like, you know, fat sayings on their shirt. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like I was like, I'm not, I don't need to do that. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. No, 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 no. I get it. But I, I do 
so appreciate like you're like I want to be known for the thing that I want to be known for and yeah. not not this like thing that for some reason people are gravitating to and I'm glad that they're gravitating to it but at the same point you're like that's not what I want <laughs> like that's not what I want yeah you I, would, I would love to somehow I'm tr- I would I'm trying to get them all to like you know come together like the like Ghostbusters like cross the streams. Um, and just get, every, just get like everything that work with like the podcast comedy and the weight loss thing. And like, just somehow magically, like, you know, and it's, it's hard, you know, obviously not to go. Well, I mean, look at, uh, not to bring up the King, but like, I mean, Rogan, you know, people forget that Rogan's a comedian. Yeah. Like Rogan was uh, first and foremost, a comedian, mm-hmm. then, you know, reality show host and then commentator and fight. He was all these different things. And then it just sort of, you know, combined and, and came together eventually. Like, yeah, finding your voice, I would imagine, is such a tough, long process. And then and then maybe people gravitate towards it or maybe they don't. It, it is. I mean, like, you know, they say in comedy it takes 10 years to get good. And when I first heard sure. that, I was like, 10, Ten years. years. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, I was 30 when I started. I'm like, so I'm 40. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm thinking about like 40. Like, that's 10 years. And you know, it's true. And I think it's what. But here's the thing I realized. Sure. That's about anything that you want in life or any kind of success that you want it's not overnight and it's a look how long have you been no, on your sure. journey now for like oh god at least at least 10 years think about that yeah like, you know no good point yeah like you huh. had like when you started you said you said you seven years after bariatric surgery you had to start almost over you started like doing was right. it keto like that's when you did keto is seven years in or was it before then it, it was seven years mm-hmm. in. It was right. At, it, I I was like four hundred. I was like four hundred and twelve pounds, mm-hmm. and not that I remember those numbers that well. And um, <laughs> ingrained in my mind. Yeah, forever. I was like, uh, yeah, I was like, I have to fix this. Like, yeah. and and I and I, it was just it was like a fad. Like it was like, oh, hey, I'm doing I'm doing keto, and I thought that meant you know fried mozzarella sticks and wings for some reason. And I was like, yeah, I could do that. That's that's not a big deal. And, <laughs> Yeah, and that helps chip away at yeah. things. But like, yeah, you're right. Ten years, like, but I can see like hearing that number and being like, that's a large, that's a huge investment. It is, it absolutely is. But think about like, and this is what I equated to. Like, if somebody, and I've seen it where somebody will get like fame fast in the comedy world, yeah. and they get plucked oh, out, sure. and now they have to do 45 minutes every night, and you don't realize when right. you're closing a show doing 45 minutes, it's that's a tough spot. You're the headliner. They paid the money to come see you. You got to put that time in to get that solid. Every joke's got to be funny. Forty-five minutes. Um, but look here, like if you let's just say someone plucked you when you were at your heaviest, sure. And sure. A, six months in, boom, you're where you are now, without mm-hmm. knowing how you got there. Right. Can you now say that you could sustain that? Oh man, that's I don't have to think about that. But Shit. you have now huh. these 10 years of going yeah. through surgery, right. putting weight back on, discovering keto, like all these things you've picked up along the way now, you have this, it's almost like when you build a set and you, or, or experience you get doing anything or when you go to school for a job, it's like, you know, lawyers just don't come out of school and become lawyers. They have to go through years of training, right. doctors. So anything that's it's hard, it takes a long road to get there. Man, you were relating this in a way I never really considered. That's insane. Yeah. And I was also thinking, like, I, the only comedian I can think of that, like, got, you know, super big and then, you know, had to start, like, Polly Shore, for example. Like, that guy had, like, a rocket, like, like 
just you know movies and famous dudes. Yeah, but even the, I mean, even these guys you think rocketed out of nowhere didn't. Like you know sure. who, Dan, who Dane Cook is, right? Yeah, sure. Everybody thinks Dane Cook came out of nowhere. Right. He Except, had yeah, ten years before, and then he, what he did was this is before, like MySpace you know, thing. the whole MySpace and so you know he literally invented like putting comedy on social media. He invested yeah. like ten thousand dollars into a website, like and like yeah. So it had it's not it, things seem like it's overnight. Like it's and we sure. do it, and in the weight loss community, we do it to ourselves too because we do it with Transformation Tuesdays and Face to Face Fridays, where it's like, hey, here's me right. at my absolute swollen heaviest. You know, my face is out to here, and here's me today like this. And it's almost like, yeah, bam, bam. But it's, you know, like you look at it. You, you're 34 years old. Yep. You've been at this for 10 years. That's right. You know, so you'd be like a doctor now if you went to school. You went to school to be a doctor. This is when you'd be coming out of, like, to be a, be a doctor. Right. I, I When you you mentioned, yeah, I didn't want to make that analogy. Like, you could be a doctor in seven. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Man. Yeah, that is such. That's a leap of faith in my like. That's such a leap of faith. Yeah, I mean, my it's, God, it's putting work into anything. It's 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 nothing. Nothing's gonna you know anybody that wants something overnight. It's it's not gonna happen. It doesn't happen. Right. Um. That, that's a lottery. good point. <laughs> no, that's that. No, that's yeah. a very good. I mean, <laughs> I can you imagine if one person played the lottery one time and won? Like, like yeah. the the. Oh my God, no! I never played before. I was fun. I just went to the Seven Eleven and I, I just I played this number and oh my God, a million! Oh now. my God, so yeah. I'm so not a gambler, but there we have a chain at work. And like, oh hey, it's up to a billion, and I'm like, I don't want to put into this. There's no way we're gonna win. But I was like, but what if it hit? But what if it actually hit? And then that was the time you were like, no, thank you. You're like, well, yeah, you'd have. I'm like, here, just yeah, take the money. I, I, like, I do this all the time. Like, I wait until it's like three hundred million dollars, and I'm like. Sure. Yeah, I've been good. The universe is going to reward three hundred million dollars. Like I've been a nice guy. I, I give money to strangers, to homeless people. Like I, I think like karma's come back to me. Like I've bought people meals. Like you know, here we go. And it's like you know, no, it's like you're not a winner. Like it's just like, but that's I used the thing. To do that it, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say that's the thing. Like we want instant gratification. It's so true. No, it's so true. It's like when anyone like says like, "Hey, I have to lose a hundred pounds in six months." I'm like, my first question is like, "Why six months?" Yeah. Like, and there's normally it's normally not like a thing. Like, I'm expecting them to say like, "Oh, that's when my wedding is." Oh, that's when my sister's blah 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 is. It's like, well, I just that's that's just what how long I want to spend mm-hmm. on this. And it's like, I I know I remember so much like being like the same way. I'm like, no, 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 I, I this is what I want to do. And then someone be like, that's not feasible. That's not. And they're like, well, forget this. That's what I want to do. Yeah. It it doesn't happen overnight. It does take. It'll take longer than you you estimate and then also pad for. But like, isn't getting there like a guarantee? Like getting there as a guarantee isn't that enough? No, not for some people. Like I look back. Like I first as an adult. I started WW Weight Watchers at like 23. Oh, I remember. Yeah. So I'm 42 now. And sure. for these last 20 years, on and off, I've been on this program. And, you know, I've learned a lot. I've messed up a lot. I've had a lot of failures sure. and successes. I've lost over 100 pounds three different times, um, which means wow. I put on over 100 pounds three different times. Um <sighs> It's tough. It's it literally beats so the tough. shit out of you. And like you know, here I am now. Like, like I, that's why last week I was like, I, I want to find that badass because like I, it, it's there. I could do it, you know. And you know, but it's 
Yeah, I would love to be like, okay, I would love to lose a hundred pounds in six months. Yes, like you said, let's do it. And but sure, it's not realistic. Let's be. It's it's not it's not a realistic thing. You said you've lost a hundred pounds three times. Is that what you said? Yeah. So from the ages of twenty three to twenty five, I lost one hundred and fifty pounds. Um, sure. The year before my brother's wedding in two thousand, I think it was two thousand eleven to two thousand twelve, I lost one hundred and ten pounds, and then okay. you know this last time I'm on, I'm I'm over I'm down over a hundred pounds. Um, but like my highest, I was down, I think two seventeen was the most I was down at one point. So, so in those instances, was it easier or harder? Like the, like, like, did it get easier for you to lose the weight? Cause you had done it once before. Or was it harder the, the next time around? It gets harder. You were discouraged each time. Because, I agree. Yeah. Because I absolutely agree. The regret of like, well, what if I never gain the weight back? Like I should be so far ahead at this point. And that's where I'm kicking myself now because I think like if I never, if I just, you know, got through it and I just stayed on that, that trajectory where I'd be now. And like, that's what, you know, but yeah, I mean, it's just get, it's, it's hard. It's a hard thing to do. And that's what people don't realize. That's so, it's so interesting. Cause it's like digging a hole, right? Like you dig a hole and then yeah. you get out of the hole and then you start putting the dirt back in and yeah. then you're like, Oh, this should be easier to do it. I've done this once before and it's I not. know I can do it, but it's not, you're discouraged. You're like, you moron. We were down here already. Yeah. And people are just like, just, just lose the weight. I want to punch them in the face. Like legit, oh, absolutely. Punch, like my my cousin's one of those people that's like he's like so to eat. You just gotta do it. You just gotta kill it. Yeah, he's like just you don't need weight watch. Just just don't eat that stuff. I'm like yeah, I I can't. Like, I, like <laughs> oh you don't understand. Like I can't do it. Like I I have to be accountable. <laughs> like some people just have different. Like you can't tell like a drug addict, hey, don't take that heroin. Right, because uh, he knows how bad <laughs> it is for him. But he also knows that if he puts that in him, he's gonna go to his happy place. So that's like that uh, with food. Yeah. Like you could put you could put like a cake like thing in front of me and be like, "Hey Anthony, don't eat that because it's bad for you." I'm like, yeah. hey, "You know what? It is yeah, bad for me." Don't do it. And then there I am I sitting on my like, yeah couch, <laughs> like watching wrestling and like eating like you know cake, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is the greatest night of my life." And but I know oh, it's it bad feels. for me. Oh, God. But we oh. know these things. We know these things. They they are known. Like like these things yes. that are being reflected. You're like. I need to lose weight. I, this is news to me. What are you talking yeah. about? When somebody I, comes up to me like, with advice, I know everything already. Don't tell me. I, I know exactly what has to happen. I'm like, you mean people don't buy like the biggest shirt in the store, like on purpose? <laughs> like, like you mean I have to wear the same two people wear more than two, the same two pairs of pants a week? Like, well, yeah, like it's, it's known. We get that. We, it's just, there's some, there's a block there. A block. It's not just, oh, oh, hang on one second. Yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. You know, people don't realize the uh, the things that we know. Like they they automatically think we don't like we walk around like in this like bubble. Like oh, we don't know anything. But no, we do. <laughs> yeah, I can do. Come on, walk around in the bubble. We are the bubble. We, we are the about. we are the bubble. Exactly. <laughs> we are the bubble. Oh man, this was this was a, this went by really fast this hour. Um, so quick. Yeah. I had a great time. I definitely gotta have you on again because this this was a this is a fun show. Um, before I go, I want you to plug all your stuff. Where can people find oh, you? Where can they uh, look you up? Well, thank you so much. Like oh. I said, like we were saying, I, I I was like, what do you mean we're done? We just yeah. uh, we, we were, like <laughs> like what did we talk? What did we talk about? We talked about nothing. Okay, um, <laughs> so you can. Okay, so you can find me uh, if if you care to. Uh, I'm Keto Ken on Instagram and on TikTok. Uh, I'm also a co-host of a little podcast called uh, The Waiting Room that you can find on iTunes and, and Spotify. I do that with two lovely ladies up in Canada. It's a good time. 
And uh, yeah, this was such a pleasure to to be on here and 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 talk to you finally. You actually you've had two of my friends on here, and I've been like, oh, I want to go on there so bad. Who have I had on? Uh, who's, your, who's your friends over here? You, you had a uh, Olivia Titus, yes, which was funny. So her and I connected through TikTok, like like, and then we I was listening to her episode. I was like, wait, we went through the same weight loss program. <laughs> like we had the same doctor. Like I was like, oh, that was small world. And then you had Keto Kate. So you've had like like both of like my phases of like oh i was on instagram heavy i'm on tiktok heavy people on here I was yeah like, I'm going i had a, olivia actually i know from my friend tracy carnazzo who no kidding knew her from some reality show thing um yeah so yep tracy always hooks up a, a lot of like you know um some of the my, my guests and stuff like that from her podcast she does a uh teen mom trash talk 90 day fiance trash talk catfish trash talk <laughs> so like what are the whether kind of talk would there be for ninety day fiance? Well, yeah, no, it's, it's and it's great how she just she's a comedian, she's hilarious, she tears me apart. That's and awesome. it's yeah, so it's a lot of fun. So I get like people that way, you know, and uh I just That's listen, awesome. I was just like like it was awesome that you reached out and asked to be on and I'm like I like, yeah, let's let's do it. Um and like people at Sword today were like messaging me like like uh Olivia messaged me and a couple other people were like, Yeah, let's this is awesome. Oh, I'm so happy. to. Hear that. Yeah. 2022. That's the year. I'm, you know, I don't know if you ever do this. Do you ever do like, you're like, oh, well, if someone wants me, they'll ask. I'm like, I'm, I want to start doing the asking. I want to start asking for the things that I actually want to do. And yeah. that's, that was part of well, this. Because like, you know, we didn't follow each other. I, I didn't, I didn't nope. know you. Uh, so yeah, same deal. It doesn't hurt to say, Hey, well, I did. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it doesn't hurt to say, Hey, can I come on the podcast? Cause what, what's the worst I, I could have said? No. Right. Rejection's a bitch, but like it's you got to get over I mean, it. I'm a comic. Look, I, yeah. look, look at this. Right. And that's the thing, too. Like, you know, I'm always looking to have, you know, different people on and, and hearing different stories. And this this was absolutely awesome. And I had a great time. And we'll definitely have you on again because I'm, I'm interested in uh, hearing more about your, your journey. I appreciate that, Anthony. Thank you for having me on again. No problem. Once again, everybody, that's episode 207. See, I got that right. 207. You of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Instagram and over on Facebook, Instagram at ComicAnthonyD. Once again, five-star rate and review if you're listening over on iTunes. Five-star rate and review. Very important, especially with the name change. Uh, new categories, so definitely please, five-star rate and review. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. Check it out over on iTunes. And while you're there, his new band Demon Scar releasing new music every month. Just dropped a live album, Live at Beery's. Check it out, demonscar.bandcamp.com. Long Island, only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show and then get yourself the best sandwich ever, the Uncle Cheese. Not because it's named after me, because it is just that good. Finsdeli.com. Once again, I want to thank everybody who joined us on Instagram, Facebook, and everybody listening at home on your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 207. Have a great week. I'll talk to you later. <laughs>